Ah, okay. Well, you're about to start. You're about to start? Yeah. Three. You still nervous? Sure. Nah, I think I'm cool. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Melissa Shaw with Our Generation, and I'm excited to be here at P30. Um, it's a co-working space off of 30th and Post. Make sure you look them up. It's a dope place um, where they have um, pods for you can rent rooms, you can rent spaces. Um, I'm excited for my guest, Robert Booker. You're actually from this side of town, correct? I am. Okay. So um, what made you, first tell me a little bit of your background. You're from here. Uh, from here. Uh, grew up on the Far East Side, Post Road, 42nd Post Road. Um, yeah. Uh, went to grade school out here this way. Uh, went to junior high school out here. Uh, went to high school at Arlington High School. So, okay. yeah, been pretty much Far East Side residents pretty much all my life. So you have an amazing uh, organization. Yes, it's called Reaching Our Brothers, Inc. Uh, it's a grassroots organization that builds and strengthens relationships in the community to stop gun violence. So, what yeah. made you want to come up with that organization? Uh, i just seen a lot of uh, killings in, my, in our neighborhood, in my neighborhood on the Far East Side, and uh, the violence was by us. Uh, why I say that is uh, young men that we grew up with each other, that I watched grew up, grow up. I've been around their parents, their parents' parents, and uh, it was, I started seeing them, you know, hurting each other. And uh, and for me, my motive, my, I always say that I used to be a major part of the problem. I just wanted to be a part of the solution. So uh, in doing that, I knew I had a voice in my neighborhood, in my community. So I just wanted to start to do something different than what I was accustomed to doing. So. That's what made me want to start. Would you like yeah. to elaborate on what you was accustomed to doing? Uh, being in the streets, uh, from the streets, uh, selling drugs, uh, pretty much things that normal. I mean, that we thought it was cool back, mm. back, back in the days. Uh, yeah, things that what that I wasn't happy about doing. Uh, you know, I did all. I did a lot out here. <laughs> so what were, where was the shift at that you was like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. I really need to, you know, pivot and do something else. Wow. Uh, I want to say like five years ago, uh, I was in an, was in the, you know, I was in a uh, dark place in my life. Uh, you know, I was in the streets, you know, messing around. I was drinking heavily, doing drugs, uh, so actually, one day I was in a in a in a in a drug house and um, chilling and chilling with some friends. And uh, when I left, uh, I got to the corner. I heard like over fifty shots. And uh, not thinking, wow. not thinking, when I got home, it was the house that I just left out of. Uh, wow. Where ultimately uh, they went in to rob the place and shot you know some shot everybody in there. Uh, wow, that's so, crazy crazy thing i was like i could have been that victim like i could not may not have been here yeah. uh so crazy thing about it two days later i was um i was on my way to work you know driving to work no rain no snow just a typical early morning and uh i'm going around the turnabout and my truck just started spinning um it just spent and it spent and uh i'm like what is going on so i found myself my truck is literally on two wheels
Wow. Um, so I'm thinking, you know, I'm getting myself thinking I'm about to flip over, but right. it just sat there and it fell down. So I'm like, what the heck is going <laughs> on? Like, like this is like two days, like yeah. back to back. Like, what is going on? So uh, I uh, was on my way to work and I don't know, something just turned me around to go back home. So I got, went home and uh, I don't know, I just went home, got on my knees and I cried and uh. I just pray to God, tell him, you know, I'm tired of living this life that I've been living for 35 plus years of my life, uh, running the streets, running around the wrong crowds, uh, drinking, doing drugs, selling drugs, uh, hurting people. Uh, it was just, I was just ready to change. You know, I tried to change so many times, but I always ended back in the same environment. And uh, I don't know. What do you seemed, think that was? Or why do you think that was? Um mostly hanging around the wrong crowds. Um, uh, my mental health, um, trauma, uh, just doing it, just doing things that I thought that was okay. Um, thought that it would, that would make me feel better and it didn't. Um, so yeah. And I just cried out and I cried out. And, um, once I got up from crying, um, uh, I looked at my phone and, uh, it was so crazy. It was, it was something on my phone called Desert Hope. And I'm looking at it. And I'm like, what is this? I'm like, I didn't put it on my phone. I never looked it up. And uh, I was like, couldn't be nobody but God's trying to tell me something. So I, right. I go through the through it. I'm looking at it. And it actually was a rehabilitation center in Las Vegas. Wow. So I started listening to the people that was there telling their story. And uh, I was like, man, I called them. And I spoke to a lady. And uh, she was like, uh, I told her my story, you know, my journey. And she asked me, she's like, would you let me help you? And I said, uh, yes, I would. She's like, if I sent you a ticket here, would you come? I said, uh, yes, I would. She's like, well, I would have you, I'm going to have you a ticket there within the next 24 hours. <laughs> You're like, um, so I didn't know it was going to be that quick. Yeah, I'm like, no. Nah. I said, whoa, whoa. I, I said, I can't leave. I can't leave just yet. Um. Uh, Cause you know, my job. And then back then I just had got married. You know? mm. uh, so and then she, my wife, she didn't ever know nothing, nothing about wow. my other life. You know, I, yeah. I kept her pretty hidden. You know, yeah. I, I kept it hidden from a lot of people, uh, you know, like church wise, you know, I, I was always in church, but you just by the grace of God, I always looked like this. I always dressed like this. So really nobody would ever known. That yeah. Except like immediate, like just like my mom's or somebody like yeah. that, but uh, nobody really knew that I was drinking heavily mm. you know doing drugs or none of that so uh yeah uh i asked i said can you just give me a week and uh i'm gonna come she's like are you sure i said yeah i'm sure i'm gonna come so she was like okay i'm gonna gonna be on you i'm gonna call you every day until you come i said i'm gonna come so um yeah I, a couple days later i got my nerves up. I went and told my boss, I was letting him know that, you know, I was dealing with mental health issues and uh, I just needed to take a leave. And uh, by the grace of God, he's like, man, take all the time you need. Your job will be here when nice. you get back. So, cause that's a lot of times why people don't um, get help is because they're afraid about their job. Yeah. Because afraid most, about a lot of things, afraid about your job, afraid about what people are going to think about you or say about you. And, uh, yeah. and for that, it, I felt that for a long time. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was that was a really major hurdle. That was my first hurdle. Then my second was um, telling my then wife and my family that I had I was 
you know, that I, what I was dealing with and I had to go so up. And doing that, uh, I was at church and my pastor preached a sermon and uh, I just bawled out crying and I just knew it was time for me to tell him. Uh, so I just set him down. And, uh, I told him, you know, the life I was living in, uh, everybody was really hurt, especially her. Uh, she didn't know that I was living that life. So, uh, yeah, I just told him, uh, you know, it's time for me to go. It's time for me to get myself together. And uh, I actually got on the plane and I left. They really had a ticket for me. I got on the plane. Um, I left. It was nerves out of this world. I was like, what am I just getting myself right. into? <laughs> so, yeah, it was mad. So I finally got there, and it was just so crazy. And I got there, I seen somebody with my name, had a whole sign with my oh, name wow. on it. So I'm like, this is me. And um, it's like, hey, you know, greeted me. Hmm. Um, I left, got in the, they had a whole limousine out there waiting. Okay. I'm like, what's going on? Right. So I'm like, where are they taking me? So, uh, well, it was in the desert, right? You said it, desert, so where? It was called Desert Hope. It was in Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Okay. So actually, it was like, I think it looked like a big hope. It was like a big hotel okay. that a guy had transformed it into a rehabilitation center and uh when i got there i looked it was gated i mean it was something like a mini casino but it mm. was a and i looked i'm like wow so i'm like man so it goes through the gates and uh it was crazy i get out and um i walked through the doors and something hit me so hard uh it was like a, somebody tackling me so wow. it it wasn't like a hurting feeling. It was like something came out of me. It was like God was like, uh, now you did what I'm trying to get you to do for over the last 35 plus years of your life. And uh, yeah, it was just so crazy. Like I never thought about a drink or drug to that day. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, wow. it was like How God. long was you there? I stayed there for 90 days. 90 days. Yep. And uh, yeah, it saved, it saved my life. That's what's It saved up. my life. So yeah. Yeah. That's good. So if anybody's <laughs> struggling with that, like what, what kind of encouragement would you give them? Man, it's hard. It's just like, you know, no matter uh no matter who tries to talk to you or tell you, you know, you need help, it's only gonna take you to actually get that help. It's gonna have you're gonna have to go through something major, mm -hmm. you know, or it's gonna have to get the strength to be like, Hey, I need this help, you know. Yeah. Uh, I would no, say everybody has their wall. Right. And you it's different for everybody. Yeah, just never be, just got to come out of that comfort zone and just be like, hey, I need help. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times, a lot of us, we we just think we don't need help. Yeah. Uh, we think that we can get right by ourselves. And uh, I thought that for years. And like, I didn't need help. Like, I could do this or beat this or get out the streets on my own. And uh, that's not the case. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Nice. So let's go back to your organization. When did you found the organization? Uh, this three years ago. Uh, I started. Um, I was doing faith walks with my church, um, and it was so crazy. We would walk down Forty Second and Post Road, and uh, they would go to every apartment complex, but they were scared to go in one area, which was the worst area over there. And you know, and I was like. Hey, let's walk right here. And they're like, oh, no, we, we can't go down there. Um, no, we're not going down there. So I'm like, why not? These are the ones that really need, you know, the prayer, the hands laid on. So uh, it was like the next time we walked down there, where we walked, I said, I just grabbed a few people. I was like, hey, we're going down here. So okay. it was a scary moment for them. But I took them and uh, 
when I took them, uh, I looked, they all had tears in their eyes because they couldn't believe what they were seeing, you know, the condition that was going on over there. And uh, after that, I was like, um, I want to throw a barbecue. I said, I'm just want to throw something in my neighborhood, my community. And uh, so I threw a barbecue over there. I threw my a, a first barbecue and uh it was a total success. Uh, it really blew my mind. Uh, and it was a lady came and uh, she walked up to me. She was in tears and she was like, you're the one. I'm like, excuse me? She's like, you're the one. She's like, I know you're going to be the one to save this community. You know? Wow. She wrote me a check. It was a nice amount of check. And it was like, wow. Wow. So that, that day I was like, I want to come up with my own organization. And, uh, I talked to my cousin. She helped me, you know, with my LLC and everything. And uh, she's like, you need to come up with a name. So uh, it took me months to come. I could not think about coming up with a name. And um, it was so crazy. I was, uh, I was in a, when I was in Vegas, I was in a rehabilitation arts class. And uh, I was, uh, a lady told me to close my eyes and, you know, uh, draw around, gave me a piece of paper. She said, now close your eyes, draw around this paper. And, uh, I drew around the paper and she was like, now look at it. Uh, she's like, now think about what you've been through and what you, what you've been in and what, how you got out and just come up with something to draw. So when I drew it, what I drew was, it was a hand grabbing me from the sky, grabbing me from the pits of hell. So it was like reaching my brothers. Wow. So fast forward when I was thinking about organization, I was laying in bed and the picture that I drew I thought about it, so I went downstairs looking for it, and I found it, and I was like, "That's it, reaching our brothers." And uh, so yeah, that's how I came. Where the with time? It. What was the time span from when Ooh. you came up with that picture until you actually put thought, it into action? Probably like six months. Okay. Yeah, I could not think of nothing, and like it just popped up in a dream, and uh, I was like, "Man, that was it." So. Yeah, I did that and uh, came with up with that. And then it was so crazy. And I met a great friend, Samantha Douglas, and it was time for me to do a logo. <clears throat> she did my logo. And it was so crazy when she sent me the logo sign. I never knew that Reaching Our Brothers was actually my name, Rob, R-O-B. Oh, you're right, it is. Yeah, it was such a coincidence. And everybody's like, yeah, right. Like, <laughs> I literally just told her that. She didn't yeah. believe it, though. I was like, crazy. I swear, yeah, it blew my soul. I was like, so this, you was, this was your desk, like, this yeah, was like, this is what guys really had me to do. Uh -huh. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, wow. that's how I came out with it, came up with it, and uh, and so how many events have you had? Uh, this is my third year. Uh, my first year, I just did it in one spot, uh, 42nd Post on Brentwood. Uh, I did it for pretty much from, I think I started like in June like September and uh that fall year a guy had it in my heart you know to to do it somewhere else because that's all you seen was that's all the kids seen was guns and you know people running around uh, I just wanted to do something different so uh I just said hey why not just start doing it all over the far east side so I just start reaching out to different apartments on the far east side and uh just tell them you know who I was you know what did I want you know what my organization was about and uh what my mission was and uh they opened up me for open arms and uh for the last two years i've just been going to different apartments on the far east side so 
Yeah. And you know, a lot of times it's just all about getting that one person to make that step. Like mm-hmm. they've been waiting for somebody to come yeah. in and ask, yes. hey, this is what I want to do. And like, absolutely. Yeah, it's like, Open yeah, arm. please come in. Come yeah. on. Do, 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 have it. And uh, man, it'd just be amazing to see how. I mean, I mean, I know we always think, I mean, a lot of people get upset when they talk about, I don't know, I hear a lot of people just say about, you know, we all as white people think that's food is to the, saves the soul. But I don't see it like that. I see it like, you know, I, I see a bunch of our community coming together, us loving on each other. Uh, I'm watching these kids having fun. I'm watching people eat some amazing good food and uh, get, get, getting amazing prizes, gas, cars, you know. Every year, I think we do over, like every barbecue, I go from May to September and uh, pretty much give away like $1,000 worth of gift cards, gas cards. And I just see a lot of happy faces, man. Well, think about that. it. Back in the day, People was happy when they was eating. Is is that's is surrounded by that? Right, because I know I'm always happy when I eat some good food. So I don't know about exactly, you. But, exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I'm always food happy. Food is like a comfort for people. <laughs> yeah, and, and when you have that and display that, and especially with the kids, like they're able to experience those family barbecues mm-hmm. that people don't do anymore. Yeah, they, they don't see anymore, and yeah. uh, and just you get these so people just get all the thank yous and all that. It just makes you so happy. I know it makes me happy. You know. Mm-hmm. I was, I can really honestly say like at the end of my barbecues, once I sit down and, and get at home, I cry and I just thank God because yeah. I know I just did something, you know, I, it may not be nothing to some, but to me it's a lot. You know? mm-hmm. So yeah. And you just never know whose life you impacted. Exactly. So yeah, yeah. I love it though. So yeah. what do you, where do you see yourself coming for this, for the end of the year up to next year? Mm, just keep reaching. Just just keep reaching, reaching our brothers. Like not only reaching our brothers, we're reaching our sisters too. Because uh, we're starting to see a lot of our black women, our women, just you know, dying by the hands of gun violence. Uh, and we still kidnapped. Kidnapped. Yeah, it's just yeah. getting. It's just. I just want to use my platform or whatever gift that God has me to do. Uh, just get out here in my community and and just keep doing this work. Keep saving our community. Absolutely. So, yeah. so other than the barbecues, um, you have other programs that you help with, correct? Yeah. So I'm a life coach for the Indy Peace Fellowship Foundation. Um, you know, I have 12 of 12 men that I life coach there from the ages of 18 to 35. Uh, just, you know, just being there, uh, just being there, uh, just being a mentor to them, to them, you know, you know, guiding them, giving them, you know, life changing goals, uh, you know, the impact their life and changing their lives around. You know, I deal with VHRs, we call them violent high risk uh, offenders, you know, that's been in the system of being shot uh, or been been the shooter. So uh, Mm -hmm. been in gangs. So uh, yeah, it's a challenge, but I I wouldn't trade it for the world. I mean, I I got some amazing men that, you know, that came a long way. Uh, So it just makes me happy. And uh, I'm also a career navigator for Morandale Brightwood Community Development Center. Um, there I work with young men from 16 to 24. And then I also work with men there from 24 to 33. And uh, yeah, uh, just helping them do the same thing, you know, with jobs, help them apply for jobs, resumes, uh, just help them build a career doing the same thing, just getting them try to save them before they get out here in this in here in our in the streets or in the community to uh just keep them from doing the wrong things so yeah i, I wouldn't change it for the world i love it 
it's tiresome. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. Because uh, you're carrying it. other people's stuff. Yes, yes. So, <laughs> so yeah. what do you do for self care? Like because of what you're doing is pretty heavy. Like what do you do to help your Myself? mental so so you can still continue to give back? Because I know a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of us that give of ourselves. Sometimes we forget that component of I have to fill my cup too, or I'm not going to be able to give anymore. So I you do have anything? Yeah, I do that a lot. So. Truthfully, I write a lot, um, and I have an amazing therapist, uh, which she tells me all the time, self-care. Take care of yourself. Like, if you don't take care of yourself, who's going to take care of you? So I try to leave with that. Uh, I don't really do anything. Uh, I try to get out listen to some good music. Uh, I, don't, I don't really do anything. Uh, like, I, I was writing a lot. Uh, I was happy. I was writing a book, you know, uh, kind of doing this work, hindering me from finishing it. Uh, so my goal is the end of September, Robert's going to take Robert a vacation. Robert's going to do what he needs to do to finish what God had him to do. Um, and yeah, and I got a story. I have an amazing testimony that I just think I want to just share it with the world. So absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Self care, I don't know. I need to start doing something. Gym, uh, yeah, that's I mean, that's manicure, part of it. pedicure. I don't know, yeah. I mean, something. no, that's it, even just like you said, music, just, yeah. just being able to just take a moment, yeah, just quiet and just kind yes. of uh, writing is good too. Like mm -hmm. you said, writing music is my big thing. Me I too. love, oh my music. god, y'all don't know, go to Georgia Street Jazz Rhythm and Blues Lounge. I saw you've been posting about yes, that. oh my is god, it? Shana Burnett, that's the most amazing. It's, I really stopped going out, but. I don't know. Something just told me to go there, and I cannot stop going. Really? It's, so, it what is, is the best day to go? Thursdays. I go on Thursdays and Saturdays. Oh, uh -uh, he, he's no, a regular. Thursdays. I'm a regular. Yes, <laughs> and she gives me front row seats. Okay. So, yes, I, I mean I encourage you know please go listen to some live music. Tangie, put that on our list. <laughs> yes, please put it on your list. It's it's amazing. They got some great food. I mean, the atmosphere is grown sexy. You know. Everybody's in their comfort zone. The music right. is just so amazing. So I encourage y'all to yes. please you go out there and support Georgia you. Street? Yes, it's on Georgia Street, right next to the Helium okay. Comedy Club. Gotcha. It's right there okay. in Circle Center Mall. It is. Yeah. I can't stop talking about. It. I, I can't see stop that. Going. So, uh, they need to pay you for a commercial. Like, I know, right? Uh, like so you hear that shout out? Pay me for a commercial. Uh, <laughs> like Farfrey <laughs> need to pay me for a commercial. Yeah, I, I know, right? Yeah, stuff. get that cup. Yes, yes, yes. Shout out to my sister, Miss Mimi Carruthers. Yes, yes, she sent me some cards. So she, um, funny story. So you know, I've been like out of commission, and um. She came, Tangie came from my daughter's graduation and she okay. was stopping at Farm Free. And so she was like, I was like, grab me a drink. And your sister was going to bring me one anyway, but she hadn't got a chance to come over. And so she sent her a drink while she sent double butter. Oh, man. I got that double butter and I was double butter. Oh, my God. <laughs> I took like about that much of it. Yes. I was like, ah, uh, I think I I think I'm tripping. I told her, I said, am I talking crazy? She yeah, said, she called me. She's like, are you okay? Like, I guess she knew what was going to happen because I never dropped Oh, my before. God. I know. I sent her a message. I said, yeah, I know what you was trying to do. You tried to knock my ass out completely. Yes, it was. Oh, man. So, yes. yes. So shout out to Farm Free Life. Shout out to Farm Free Life. Yes. They have some amazing drinks. Dope ass stuff. Go there, get your amazing drink, and go listen to some amazing music. So, yes, yes. Yeah, it's a nice vibe in there. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. 
All right. Yeah. Well, I appreciate your time. Um, I appreciate you. I know you, you said you was nervous, but you did amazing. Did I? Yeah. Why am I, mean, yeah. you know, I feel nervous? Probably go use the restroom, y'all. Yeah, uh, uh, no, I'm uh, leaving yeah. that in there. I'm not cutting that out. That's fine. <laughs> I don't edit any of my stuff. I don't edit nothing either, so I'm going to keep it 100. Everybody know me. I'll yeah. keep it real. So you have another event coming up, correct? Yes. Actually, it'll be uh, July 29th. I'll be at the cafe for the Far East Side Festival. Uh, so, yeah, we'll be there. Uh, I'll be there. I'll be in the kids area, kids zone area. We're going to be serving the kids. Uh, I know it's going to be like food trucks there as well, but we're going to do something for the kids. Uh, so that's where I'm going to be at. Catch me and my my amazing chef, Marvin Biggie Johnson. He, yes, I know him. Yes, so me and uh, his sister, um, we went to high school. I actually went to school with him too. He was at Tech with us. Yes, yes. Yep, yep, so yeah, he's him. my amazing chef on the a grill to have his food oh my gosh yes oh. what is it that he always posts um his turkey ribs? turkey knuckles okay are those good oh my gosh they are so good okay yeah everything he ate the man uh, next makes time he posts amazing. i'm gonna have to make sure i pull up like i went and seen his some sauce i didn't know what it was he told me it was his barbecue sauce it looked it looked even gourmet oh i was like jesus <laughs> like man yeah he's good and my mom's uh she does the size uh she makes macaroni best macaroni and cheese and cream meat. so they 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 right there yeah they there 24 7 at every nice. barbecue so i love it i i thank them so much I, davion davis he does my side he does the other side so i had three amazing people yeah that really you know Helped me out a lot. So uh So if anybody wanted to help and support your movement, because basically that's what it is. Yes. Um, where can they find you out on social media and what is it that you're um because I always say we can't do it all by ourselves. Exactly. Like I tell it people, takes a community, it takes collaboration. Exactly. Always I'll say that that's it definitely none of us can do it by ourselves. Nope. Uh, it's gonna take all of us to collectively come together because to we'll only work. reach us only a small portion like exactly. we want to reach globally we want exactly. to really make an impact and only doing exactly. that we and have that's, to expand yes and i think once we all really realize that that no one can do this by themselves i think we will impact our city we will impact our community um mm -hmm. but yeah uh you can follow me uh robert booker on facebook uh, i'm on uh reaching our brothers on facebook uh I have uh, reachingourbrothers.org. Uh, you can follow me through there. Um, if you want to, um, uh, look at I say, you want to donate, you can do that through uh, reaching dollar sign reaching forty two. So, yeah, if anybody ever want to come out and uh, you said July 29th? ninth. Yes. All right, send so, me the information. I'll okay, so sure anybody want to come help serve anytime? Uh, I have uh, a couple more. I'll be at uh, Amber Woods. August, I want to say the 12th. I'll be doing something with Keisha Jackson, uh, City Councilor Keisha Jackson Pathway. Well, we're going to go in the community. I'm going to go to Ambrose Street, the community. Then September, I'll be back here at P30. And also, we were going to do the Far East Side reunion in September. So okay. we did it last year and it was so amazing. Was it? The neighborhood came out and it was. It was everything, more than everything I thought it would be. So nice. Yes. And that needs to be done in more communities. Yes, I think everybody should do that collectively mm -hmm. in their community. Uh yeah, definitely. So yeah, it's we're gonna we're gonna do it big. It's 
it's really good. Well, so, thank yes. you. I appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. Yes, absolutely. Um, so this has been another episode of Our Generation with Melissa Shaw, where we educate, empower, and inspire. And hopefully you have found something um, with his story that enables you to feel empowered, inspired, and being able to be educated and um, be able to pass that along to someone else. So you can always catch me here. Even though today's a special day, Thursday, I normally don't do Thursday, but I had well, to get you because <laughs> this last week, so I want, did not want to put it, push it off anymore. But you'll always catch me on Wednesday nights um, at 830 is when my show will drop. So this has been Melissa, and we are out. Peace. All right. Good. I don't believe you. No. <laughs> <laughs>